Shalom. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning. 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 Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Extra Innings Podcast powered by the Intermission Sports. I'm Thomas, and I'm joined by Lucas, Evan, and a new speaker today, a new guest on the pod, Mr. Michael Semponia. How are you doing, Mike? I'm great. I'm, I'm happy to be Ooh. on the pod finally. Uh, I've been getting into baseball recently, sort of recently, so I'm yeah. excited. excited. Mike is a fan of the sport. That's I am he a tells fan me. of the game. Yep. I don't have any favorite teams? I'm just love the game. That's it. Fan of Nestor Cortez Jr. That's that's the biggest Nestor fan Cortez right now. He's a fan of anybody on his fantasy team. That's if for sure. If you're on my fantasy team, chef's kiss to you, man. The ideal neutral fan, aka whoever the hell is on your fantasy team. Literally. I, that's a good way to appreciate the game, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like biases aside and everything, great way to observe the game. I feel. I wish I could do that. I have too much bias as it is as a Jays fan and also, Yankee hater also, and Red Sox hater. I don't know, man. You'd have, it, like, you'd... you'd have like nine Blue Jays on your fantasy team. Evan. Oh, one hundred. You draft Kirk in the first round, probably. <laughs> not even joking. Why not? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Kirk for MVP, man. That's true. And and Brivik Valera because he's been getting RBIs in the clutch for some reason. Oh yeah, my God! The game we were at—he was an incredible brave him. Like Teoscar Hernandez with like five hits. That game was crazy. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's talk about the Jays. They just, you know, pulled off a pretty huge series win against the Rays, taking two of three against, you know, the best team, arguably, not well, the best team in the AL, pretty much. Definitely. And right now, the Jays, I'm pretty sure they've won their last 15 of 17 or 14 of 16, something like that. They're buzzing. And honestly, like, things looked pretty bleak a couple weeks ago. Like, I remember I, I lost all hope as a Jays fan. And then, like, they just, they, like, started by sweeping, uh, well, like, they started off by getting a few wins. They swept the, o, the A's. And we were like, okay, hopefully they can do something. And then all of a sudden, they just... They're in the, tied for the first place spot for the AL wild card, which is absolutely insane because I didn't expect this at all, to be honest. Like I had zero hope. So because I feel like that's the way you have to be. <laughs> but, it uh, works. Pessimism works. I always say this. If you're pessimistic, the only thing you could ever be is pleasantly surprised. You'll never be disappointed. Exactly. That's honestly the perspective you need. But Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray, ever since August has probably been the best pitcher in the league and i'm not joking like with the tightest I, pants oh with the tightest pants too i can't even imagine <laughs> it's the pants i'm telling you it's what's making him uh it's front gotta runner. be the pants it's, it's the reason why he's one of the front runners for the uh cy young award right now probably takes him two hours to try to take him off after every start like those things are literally just glued on if he resigns, I'm calling my fantasy team next year Robbie Ray's pants. It it has to be. Like there's no there's no option. If he resigns with the Jays, it's just the ultimate name. Because if he especially if he wins the Cy Young too, like Robbie Wedgie. <laughs> I you know, that was a it was a very not so astute yet astute observation of mine right as the season started. I was like, holy crap, look at his pants. They are very tight. And it seemed like they got tighter and tighter and tighter. And look, like, five months later, as the season has progressed almost to the end, apparently that's what caused them to be a Cy Young candidate, maybe the winner. 
So the I tighter the pants, the better he pitches. My advice to every upcoming pitcher, maybe if you're in junior league or maybe you're in high school, whatever, tighten your pants to the point where you have no more circulation going down to your feet. If your foot has necrosis by the end of the game, you probably twirl the gym. Learn from Robbie Ray. Please tighten your pants because apparently it does wonders. He's been so good. Today, another performance that was just absolutely masterful. Carved up the race, 13 strikeouts over seven innings. Didn't walk anybody. It seems like all of the things that he brought back from his all-star season four years ago is completely back in terms of being a high strikeout guy. And he eliminated his one flaw, which was walks. They used to be really bad. We remember how bad he was with the walks last season. He was by far and away the most walk-prone pitcher. It wasn't even close. Now, it's it's gone. It's all gone. He fixed it. His slider and his fastball are literally his only two pitches. It's all he needs. It's crazy just how such a low arsenal guy can just completely tear everything up on a consistent basis. And it doesn't even matter who he's pitching, like pitching against. Tampa Bay, arguably, I wouldn't say they're over the Jays right now, but you could have a case for them being the best offensive ba- in baseball. And Robbie Ray made it look so easy. What do you guys think of today's game? Man, that was a nice game to watch, honestly. Robbie, seven innings pitch, 13 Ks. I think only four hits given up, too, against the Rays, which is super impressive. And, you know, he's been, like, our guy ever since. Like, he's been our guy for, like, most of the season. But ever since August, he's been the man. The man with the plan, honestly. Like, he's an absolute stud. And I'm, I'm so happy that we have him. I, I don't know how much we're going to have to pay him if we want to re-sign him. Like, but right now I'm not even gonna worry about that because I'm just hoping that for life. Yeah, like, free matter. pants for life. It's all you need to give him. It's all you need to give him. Free pants for life. He's set. He's done. And and maybe a twenty million dollar contract plus. You know. Yeah, just, but like just something that doesn't but matter. Mostly the pants, but mostly the pants. Mostly the pants. Exactly. 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 Mostly but, the pants. Yeah, but like Lucas said, like you really like pitchers nowadays, they usually have four or five pitches that they can go to. Like you don't see guys like Robbie throwing majority, just two pitches. Like he has a curveball that he uses and a change up occasionally, but like 90% of his pitches are probably his fastball and slider. And it's crazy how, you know, he can just dominate like that. Like it, it makes no sense. Like, especially for like seven innings too. It's like, they still can't get a read on, pretty much two pitches after seven innings, which is just crazy when you think about it. Except when he's playing the Orioles, because that's apparently the only team Robbie Ray cannot like go strong against some occasions, because that was a whole situation with Brandon Hyatt last week. That was that was crazy to see that much. A, animation from Ray. B, how easily the hot mic picked up on everything Brandon Hyde said, even from his mess up on his words to telling Robbie Ray to get back on the mount. Like it was, it was so crazy to see that, but Robbie Ray was absolutely excellent today. He has been all season and it was so funny. Uh, or not so funny. It was cool to see Kevin Cash's comments after the game, the Rays uh, head coach there. Cause he said he literally has the best fastball in the AL right now, which with how he's dominating with it, how could you argue with that between that and a slider? It's been absolutely just slicing through opponents all year long, like a hot knife through butter. It's just been excellent to watch as a Jays fan. I mean, we saw that today, that fastball 96 miles an hour, regularly slicing through Tampa Bay hitters, right-handed hitters. It didn't matter right down the middle too, right? Like these are pitches that nobody else would probably have the balls to, to, to throw on a regular basis. And he's just making it look easy. It almost like he doesn't even need to aim for any particular part in the strike zone. Just throw it in the zone. They're not going to hit it. 
So combine that with that slider. It's deadly. You don't need more than two pitches if you're Robbie Ray. Yeah, 100%. I was going to say you guys pretty much, I'd say, hit it all on the nose with him. I think today's game was like a staple and a perfect example of how Robbie's like elevated his game, like you were saying, Lucas, and he's elevated it quite a bit, honestly. And again, there's a reason why he's front runner, arguably the winner for the Cy Young Award, because he's just been so, so stellar. I all have to catch myself there. I almost uh, I got too excited, almost uh, an F-bomb. But uh, yeah, you can swear. Who we're all good here, man. Oh, yeah. OK. Well, yeah, he's fucking stellar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. And the Jays, their schedule for the rest of the year, it really does not look that bad. It is beautiful. Yeah, th- three games set against the Twins. Another three games set against the Rays, which is probably the toughest one. Four games set against the Twins right after that. Beautiful. And then a three game set against the Yankees. And we ended off by facing the AL's punching bag, the Baltimore Orioles. So with this schedule, do you think the Jays actually have what it takes to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like that's 100%. objectively an, that's an objective. Yes. You look at the schedule and I mean, the only tough, well, I would consider the Yankees a tough opponent still. I'm not going to discredit them. I do think we're better than them. No question. Especially after what we saw last week, but I think it's, it'd be stupid and ill-advised to discredit them just because they are right with us in the pennant race. So they're looking to take those late, September wins as badly as we are, especially if they're going to be the ones on the road. But I mean, going through Minnesota, it's very convenient that a all their seven games with them was saved for the end of the season. And they just happened to suck this year, which is something we haven't seen in a couple of years from them. So they have no stole their best pitcher. Stole their best pitcher. (laughs) They have even worse pitching now, which was hard to imagine because it's already so, so incredibly bad. There's no excuse not to tee off on them on those seven games and then ending it off with Baltimore. I mean, who knows? But the only concern maybe is the fact that, well, the other teams right up our butts for the pennant race also have a pretty easy schedule. You look at Boston's, it's not very hard. You look at New York's, it's also not very hard. Oakland has a pretty mediocre schedule last time I checked, but they're like four, four, four and a half games back of us now. I'm not too concerned about Seattle's and tough. Seattle's the Seattle's got the worst schedule of them all. They play the Astros a bunch, you know, but but even still they're falling out. Yeah. They also play the athletics. I'm pretty sure. I think they have one or two series against them. So like, yeah, Mm. pretty tough for them as well. I think if you're a Mariners fan, you know, it was a good season and I know you're still technically not out as you guys have shown. You guys are a lot more persistent than we may have thought. So I will give a big shout out to Seattle for that, to be honest, but Good things have to come to an end. Four games back of the second wild card after they lost to Boston today. I don't know, man. I just don't think they have the depth there to, to really go with this. Like, like I don't get it. I don't get how they're good, man. They rank like nearly dead last in like almost every offensive category, and like in the middle, like pretty much middle of the pack in pitching too. So it just makes you wonder how the hell is this much hitting? You want to know why? Let yeah. me go right now and look up their. Um, record in one run games they are 31 and 18 that is number one in the al number one in the mlb Bro, so imagine not- imagine if the jays were that record in one run games we'd literally have like 100 wins already yeah. i swear to god that's because paul oh. sewell is so good he's been so good for them this year so shout yeah. out to him but you know he, that the one run ball game stuff sure it shows a clutch factor but what happens when you guys go down for nothing you're dead Seattle is just not that good of a team. It showed minus 60 run differential. 
I think that's that that's as of yesterday too. So after today, that goes down. Not great. Yeah, not, not a good great. team, man. Just not a good team. They just found a ways to squeak out wins. Kudos to them for that. But you know, their luck has to run out at some point. They're just not as good as the rest of the teams in this. Yeah, no. And regardless of the fact that yeah, they've quietly had had a good bullpen that has kept them in those games, those one run games, everything like that. They just they don't have the pieces. But you know what? Maybe in 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 a in the next coming years, who knows? They could be, you know what I mean, one of those teams. But yeah, for now, I I, I would agree. Uh, for the Jays, though, I wanted to just comment. I think that the the most important uh, series for them with the games that they have remaining, I think, is the Yankee series because uh, obviously those two teams, like you know, they're neck and neck right now, and I feel like uh, whichever one obviously comes out on top in that series is ultimately going to be the deciding factor of which team moves forward and which team doesn't because whoever wins is obviously going to distance them, distance themselves from the other. So who knows? Maybe the Jays, maybe the Yankees. The Yankees aren't looking so hot right now. I mean, they are playing the Orioles. They're up 2-1. Um, but, I mean, in last series, can't remember who they played. Um, who was it? The Mets. The Mets, yeah. And I think they... I, I don't know if I, I can't remember. I think they split it or no, they lost two to one. They it ended it. on that Sunday night baseball extravaganza. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was a fun subway series, by that the way. Was I don't know incredible. if you saw the highlights. I only saw the highlights. That was so much fun with them going back and forth in that file final game. Stanton and oh, Lenore. I, oh, I watched so the good. entirety of that Sunday night baseball game. I now watched parts of the of the nine eleven game uh, the night before, but my goodness, that was crazy. Every game was crazy in that series. Every game was neck and neck. And a good thing for Francisco Lindor helping out the Jays with that clutch win. Because right now in a pennant race as tight as this, like Mike was saying, they're, the the most important series we have going up is definitely against New York. It's probably not the toughest because we still have that Tampa Bay series at the Trop. We don't normally do very well in Tropicana Field. But I wouldn't say it's as important because we're not neck and neck with the race. For they probably have the division wrapped up. I know we beat them in the series, but we're still eight games back. There's not too much baseball left to be played. I think it's a safe. It's safe to say that Tampa Bay is uh, going straight to the ALDS. But I mean, it's just insane, just how tight this pennant race is, and every little game matters. A half game means so much right now when you have three teams locked up, especially from the same division, like. Every win and every loss is just so precious at this moment. So much fragility within this race. That's why it's so exciting. Like, I don't know. It's been a while since we've seen something like this, especially when it's all like heated, you know, division rivals. I don't know, man, but I've, it, it's a fun time to be watching baseball right now. And who and it's knows? A, yeah, it's a stressful time to be watching baseball right now, mm-hmm. man. Especially if you're a fan of any of those three teams. Yeah, because it's such a dogfight for that mm-hmm. spot and they both have easy schedules and you know it's crazy because they're probably all going to finish with you know plus 90 wins and a 90 win team isn't going to make the playoffs which is kind of crazy when you think about it the fans but, of the team that loses out on that final spot are going to be so insufferable for the playoffs whether it's yankees fans who are already insufferable or red sox fans cough dalton uh <laughs> who might also be very salty, but with the... And the admittedly, a lot of Jays fans can be annoying. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to count out Jays fans there. Of I, course. I know myself, I can be very annoying as a Jays fan. But um, 
one other big factor going down the stretch here, and we talked about this in more in depth last pod, is the COVID situation with the Red Sox. Like it's still an ongoing factor, and they like they just lost Chris Sale, who they finally got back after having Tommy John. He's now on COVID IL after testing positive, and I think he's still out as of now. That's had a real effect on their record. They're they've been falling off recently, and I think the main thing that the Jays should be focusing on as well, like not only do they want to make the playoffs, the advantage of them having that one game wild card at the Rogers Center instead of Fenway Park or Yankee Stadium is massive in my opinion. I, yes, you want to make the playoffs by any means, but you want to take that top spot because, I mean, that short porch at Yankee Stadium can be helpful or harmful for you in any sort of a game. And, I mean, Fenway, we either play amazing or we play absolutely terrible. So the, the only thing that could be worse is if we played in the trop, which, oh, wait, if you win the wild card, guess what? You have to go play at the trop probably. So it's not uh, that that's the only thing I would think it is like a major key focus for the Jays outside of them just making the playoffs in general. They want to take that top spot and they have it holds it down right held down right now, English, um, but they need to keep keep winning uh, these games, especially against like the Twins. You got to take these games against these twi- uh, the Twins, and just a little, just a little fun here. Take a guess at who is the starter in Game One for the Minnesota Twins against the Jays on uh, what is that Friday night? Because the Jays are off tomorrow. I don't know his first name, but I think his last name is it Jax. No, he starts tonight. Okay. He is. He gave up five runs to the Indians. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cleveland. I saw this earlier, and I already forgot. <laughs> And yeah, they're starting pitching. Oh, I remember. Who. This I might be cheating. Thomas, Thomas, do you have a guess before but we? Thomas has a guess. Before... Oh, oh, wow. I have, oh, I have... Some, some bum outside of 7 Eleven. Close. <laughs> <laughs> close. His nickname is Pintar. Oh, Mr. Pineda, he's back. Is... I didn't even yeah, know. Michael Pintar Pineda with Pintar a record Pineda. of 6 and 8 on the season. And he's like been their only pitcher that's actually remained there from the beginning of the year, which is kind of funny when you think about it. And he hasn't been bad. I mean, too bad for Matt Shoemaker, man. Legend of the game. He was he was pretty solid with us, and mm-hmm. they didn't work out. Same thing with Jay Happen. I mean, they're their ace right now. <laughs> oh lord. Pretty much. I mean, oh my god. What a time to be a Twins fan. I remember oh when Jay Happ was our borderline ace. That was a that was a time. That was a time. Jay Happ got traded at the deadline from the Twins, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, he's a Cardinal right now. He is a Cardinal right now. Oh, speaking of the Cardinals, this NL wild card race, this NL card, this, I can't speak English. This NL card, wild card race. Wait, NL wild card race. The tongue twister. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Just solved the puzzle. Like, this this is like such a weird race. Like, it pretty much was the Padres for the taking that second wild card spot. But they have derailed so badly. Like, I don't think many people really saw the Padres derailing the way that they did. But they're only four games above 500. And the St. Louis Cardinals hold the second spot right now. And it looks like they're going to win today as well. They're beating the Mets 6 to. Yeah, and this is a pretty tight race right now between the Cardinals, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Padres. And you can even count the Phillies in there. And even the Mets, because the Mets are four games back, the Phillies are three games back, and they're 500, which is just pathetic. 
But right now, what do you boys think of this NL wildcard race? That's spicier. That's for sure. Um, absolutely. And probably it's definitely not as entertaining as the AL. There's not much like much up for grabs. The stakes aren't the same. But like I was saying a couple pods ago or last pod, I don't really remember which one it was, but I was basically saying that it was done for. It was pretty much between the Reds and the Padres. I was wrong. The Cardinals now take the second wild card spot. The the Reds haven't been hot. The Padres haven't been hot. I think I was getting a little too arrogant with. I don't know. Here's me. I get bored of the Cardinals. I don't want them in the playoffs. That's why I was speaking negatively about them. I don't really hate them at all. I'm bored of them though. I don't like to see them. But yeah, I love do- me the Cardinals. I love me the Cardinals right oh, I now. I don't. Man. I I get so tired. Yeah, they're of them. a boring team, man. Yeah, they're a boring team. But I got some of my like favorite players on that team. Paul Goldschmidt, especially like he's cool. Tyler O'Neill, he's been pretty chill. Yadi Molina, how could you not love Yadi Molina? By the way, like legend of the. It's game. nothing about right. the players. I'm just tired of seeing those freaking Redbirds in the postseason. I'm sick of it. Fair, like, fair. I'm sick. I'm just tired of Bush Stadium, <laughs> to be honest. I want to see, I want to see, you know, Tatis in the playoffs. But right now, the Padres are so injury decimated. Like, I don't think they'll actually make it. They have so many injuries to their pitchers. Like, Snell, who's actually, like, when, you know, uh, Darvish and their other guys were on, you know, IL, Snell was the one that kept them, like, helped them win some games whenever he started. He pitched amazing in August. And now he's on IL, which is unfortunate for them. And they have about, let me check. Yeah, they have a they have 12 pitchers on IL right now, which is kind of crazy. They're being pretty decimated by injuries. I don't know. I, I I don't really do you guys think the Padres can still make a playoff push? I'm gonna have a look at their schedule. Yeah, right? they can. It's not an easy schedule from what they I last checked, but I could boy, but that is, that is a tough schedule. I'm just looking at it right now. They play they got to finish up their series against the Giants. Then they play the Cardinals, which is a huge one for them. Then the Giants again. Then the Red Hot Braves. Then the Dodgers. Then the Giants. Oh, oh, boy. you know, oh, you know, boy. you know, okay. Good luck. Good luck. For, that's for sure. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, okay. I knew it was pretty bad and, you know, odds weren't going to be stacked in their favor. Yeah. They, they, they went from looking like, what were they at the beginning of the season? It was going to be the NOS clash between the Dodgers and the Padres. Get ready for a fun year of both of these teams winning 100 games. The Padres look like shit. And now they have to beat the, the Giants of the NL to even get to the second wild card spot. Um, they still can. I mean, whatever. We looked at the Cardinal schedule last time around, and I counted them out, and they're clearly back in. I don't know, though. It's tough. To be fair... Looking at like the red schedule, they're playing the Pirates right now, but then they got Dodgers, Pirates, Nationals, which doesn't sound too bad. But you also got White Sox in there, Pirates. I mean, it's not as bad, but it's still a couple Dodgers in there. Still a couple tough teams. Looking at the Cardinals, I mean, they got Padres, Brewers, Cubs, Brewers, Cubs. A lot of Brewers, a lot of yeah. Cubs down the stretch, which Cubs hit or miss, but Brewers, that's tough. But honestly, looking at there's another team in there that might have a okay shot, and that's the Phillies. But they gotta they gotta pick it up. Honestly, I mean they play the Mets, Orioles, Pirates, Braves are tough. Marlins are meh. So they have like probably the best schedule out of the like of the teams that have a chance. But they gotta pick it up, and they gotta pick it up fast if they want to get Bryce Harper to the playoffs. But I don't know. I don't know. 
with this NL wild card race being pretty tight right now, who's your, like, we already know the Dodgers are taking that first spot easily. Who's your choice to take that coveted second spot? Whoever gets to get their ass kicked by the Dodgers. Who do you think is going to be the lucky, the lucky son of a gun to do that? You know, I don't even know because it's literally like throwing a dart on a map at this point. Like, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Padres. Really? And I think they're going to get embarrassed. Yeah. The Padres are just going to take the one, the, the one away ticket to hell. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. Wow. I could be wrong though. I mean, that's more of a, that's not, there's no particular reason. I mean, but based off how everything's going, all of these teams don't have great records. Is there really a reason to pick anyone in particular? I mean, they all have hard schedules. Yeah. I don't I guess know. Like my choice personally is going to be the Reds. Because out of all the teams, I feel like they're the best team out of all those teams. I believe they have some so good too. bats. They have a, you know, Luis Castillo. He started off the year horrible, but he's picked it up recently. He's been decent. You know, they're they have they they're the best team out of all those teams. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna ret- retract it. Never mind. I, I gave it some thought. I'm going with Cincinnati as well. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry. No. No. Not even worth it for San Diego to go to the wild card and even get dogged around by LA. I think Cincinnati could definitely pull up a better fight than San Diego could. Yeah. And like, I would say the Cardinals, but they are pretty decimated by injuries and they just like, they're such, they're not really that great of a team to be honest. Like they have all right pitching, but when you have your pitching's gone, like, what do you like? What do you expect? Like, I know they're on a four game win streak right now, but call me crazy, but I feel like that just might be a bit of a fluke win streak. Just maybe a fluke win streak. Maybe. Sorry, I, I. You mentioned Luis Castillo's tough start to the season. I just looked at his record. Ah, he is seven and fifteen. Yeah, he started off. I remember like I didn't the first two months of the start. He had like an eight year A during the first couple months of the season. He was Ouch, horrible. Man. It started Wade with Miley's that opening day start. Six. Oh, wait, he's been good. Wade Miley's been good this year. I mean, I know he threw the no hitter, but jeez. Yeah, he's been consistently. They have Sonny Gray. Not a bad team. Really not a bad team. I just want to see Votto in the playoffs, man. Oh, yeah, me too. Even though though Votto hates Canada, I still like him. Even though he's kind of a dickhead sometimes. I swear to God. I love Votto, man. No matter what. I love Votto. No, he's cool. You can't go wrong with Joey Votto. It's pretty pretty cool seeing Votto, you know, reemerge into 2011 MVP Votto like the second half of the season it's like because he doesn't really have like what is he 35 36 something like that he's getting up there in age he doesn't really have too many shots left to really try to win a world series and while i don't think this cincinnati team is going to win a world series he's doing the most that he can to help his team at least get the chance to go into the playoffs so i respect that 38 He's 38. 38. I didn't know he was that old. I thought he was 35, 36, like Thomas said. I thought he was too. Wow. Okay. Just his birthday, actually. On the 10th. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, so this is a pretty – yeah, I'm I'm rooting for the Reds. I think they're the best team there too, and usually talent prevails. Usually talent prevails. Not always, but usually it does. So – It'd be great to see Novato in the playoffs. And honestly, I think they're going to be the lucky guests to hopefully upset the Dodgers, but probably won't happen. Because I, I think the Dodgers are not going to beat out the Giants for that division 
for that division. Honestly, I think the giants they've held a firm grip, even if the Dodgers have been, you know, like poking, you know, like a couple games back throughout most of the year Dodgers, and like the giants have held a pretty firm grip of that division for like the entire year. Nine wins in a row for San Francisco. Talk about keeping your, your, your grip on. I mean, LA has been good too. They've won like five in a row, but it doesn't matter when the giants have won nine in a row. Like, there was a time, what, a week or two ago where the Dodgers briefly and only for like a day, like passed the Giants, but the Giants now have like a three and a half game lead or whatever it is now again. I agree. I mean, the Dodgers could take the division. I don't think they will, though. I think San Francisco really shows that they're not a team to mess with. They, they This team is legitimate. Back from when they were like 45 and 25, people had their doubts. Nope. This team is is set to go all the way, I think. Yeah, pitching is awesome and, in every way. Hitting is awesome. Like, and one thing I want to talk about is a hypothetical playoff series between these two teams because whoever wins, because chances are, if it's the Giants, you know, or the Dodgers in that wild card game, they're gonna win that wild card game, and then they're gonna be playing each other in the playoffs because they're gonna be the top seed in the NL. Whoever wins that division, Brewers. I don't think the Brewers will catch up to them. Are a little too far behind, and like the, if the Dodgers won't, there's no way the Brewers will. Yeah, and like honestly, who do you think would win that play? Like, I know this is, we're still like you know a few weeks away from the playoffs, and like probably a month away before that would even happen. But like, who do you who do you think's a better team? Who do you think would win that playoff series? Because that would be one hell of a good playoff series to watch. I don't even know how to answer that because that the idea of a Giants and Dodgers playoff series based off how this season has gone, I'm salivating. Oh yeah. Besides any J series, that is easily the one I'm looking forward to the most. No question. We we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it like in recent time. We have not seen that. We've come close a few times, but 2014 had the Dodgers not shit themselves against the Cardinals, we would have seen a, a an NLCS between them. That didn't work out. 2016, there was a small chance it was going to happen, but it didn't. But now with these two teams being, you know, on pace to win over 100 games, I'd rather see, I wish it would have been in the NLCS so we can get seven games instead of a five-game series. But, man, you can't complain about that. Who would win that? I don't even know. <laughs> like, I know. like so this good. is the best both, so both of these teams have been playing in, like, almost a decade, like, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. we haven't seen the Giants this good since you know like six seven years ago and even then this team is playing arguably better than that team because you have like buster posey who's playing like prime buster posey brandon crawford is playing amazing they have so much depth they have such good pitching too and then the dodgers you know chris they Bryant. yeah like <laughs> just and, casually <laughs> just casually chris bryant who's like playing almost like 2016 chris bryant then you have the dodgers who which with max scherzer who's been playing like the best pitcher in baseball ever since he got traded there it's kind of crazy when you think about it because how stacked the rotation already was. And yeah, I don't know, man. Cause yeah, both these teams, like I would lean a little bit towards the Dodgers just because they do have that prior world series win last year under their belt. And, you know, they finally like, you know, beat that, you know, demon that's haunted them for years. I don't know. It's, it'll be a good ass series to watch, honestly. See, in my opinion, I'm going with the Giants, but I think if the Dodgers get any, and I mean any, flashes of what Cody Bellinger should be playing like, then I think that series should be over. He has been abysmal 
That's crazy when you think about how good they've been with Bellinger playing this shit this season. Like that's Bellinger crazy. has been a sinkhole in the lineup. If he like, wakes what? up in the playoffs, then there's no question about the series whatsoever. But if he continues to stay dormant, I'm going with the Giants. They'll somehow I think they'll lose a Scherzer game. I think they'll somehow find a way to beat the Kershaw game because Kershaw back. I mean, hopefully he can hopefully for the Dodgers' sake he can get back to what he was doing. I don't know. Well, I didn't see how well he did in his first start back. You know what? Um, okay, go continue, yeah. And then I don't know. I, I the the Bueller one I think is a toss up because Bueller's been lights out, but so is the Giants' offense. And then I don't know. You got Gosman for the Giants. I'm trying to who who there's three starters be Logan uh, and probably Descalfani. Yeah, yeah. Quato out of the pen, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> probably out of the pen. You never know. Friend of the show, Johnny Quito. Can we call him that for mm-hmm. Lucas's sake? I don't know. But... Man, my my friend, man, me friend, my friend, jo- Johnny Quito. <laughs> he's gonna be live streaming me in the bullpen while he's warming up. Um, <laughs> I, I I wish. No, but seriously, like I'm looking quickly back on Cody Bellinger. One fifty nine yeah. average, two thirty seven on base, two ninety five slugging percentage in eighty seven games. A nice 532 OPS. Stay hot, Cody Bellinger. Anyway, Wait, so he- I have I have the question of the decade. Yes. Is Cody Bellinger the new Chris Davis? No. No. Because Chris Davis number one MVP. True. But and Chris also, Davis also was a 40 home run hitter that fell off a cliff. I don't know. It's only been one season. Chris Davis was like asked for like four seasons before he went True. on that like but if it continues i don't know i don't know i i, I highly doubt it because he just never got his rhythm back when he came back from injury he just never did and yeah. it seems like he's never picked it up and, and cody's what like 28 anyway he's still got some 26 time, right? yeah he still has some okay, juice yeah. left in the tank hopefully oh yeah but oh yeah he's definitely been um disappointing this year yeah, Mike, who would be your take in a you know Giants Dodgers playoff series? Because hypothetically, that could happen. Like that could, that has a good chance of happening. Definitely, I honestly more leaning towards the Giants than the Dodgers. I think the Giants they do get the credit, but when it comes to when people compare the Dodgers and the Giants, I feel like a lot of people lean more towards the Dodgers. And they lean more towards the Dodgers, I feel, just because the, the name, it's the Dodgers. People don't actually look at stats and people don't actually look at, like, watch games and see. And I think the the Giants are, an, are a team that is great, sort of like one of those great teams that's just, like, is underrated a little bit. Just like a they well-oiled got, machine. They Yeah, like, they got, they just. They're like the New York well, Islanders. Literally. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they got. What? <laughs> um interesting take the new york islanders that's like the islanders islanders now with Tavares. because okay the islanders were so good after what like not expecting to be like down in the shitter i'm so confused i joined a baseball podcast and we're We're talking talking about the new york islanders you came at the perfect time we're comparing hi alex i was ready to talk about robbie ray's tight pants and now we're talking about (laughs) no we're talking about we already talked about that we we literally dedicated an hour to robbie ray's tight pants so i think i wore tight pants today 
on purpose just because of Robbie Ray. Holy shit. You're on the wagon. You're on the wagon. I watched the game. I made sure I had the tight pants on after. <laughs> like, you don't even need you a Robbie Ray truck. All you need is some tight pants. Exactly. Yeah. That's how if we know if you're a true Jays fan. If you're wondering why we were talking about the New York Islanders, I just made a quick comparison that I was trying to explain that I said the Giants are like the New York Islanders in a sense that nobody expected them to be much at all. And they just came out here and look like a team that's going to compete for a title. Reminds me of the Islanders from a couple years back when they just started becoming really good. A well-oiled machine. All these guys, the veteran guys who know how to get it done. I mean, the Giants are that version of it. And they both wear orange and white. (laughs) <laughs> they are okay that, that that's enough a key piece i want to say actually for the giants has been logan webb one of their starting pitchers he's so good so good guy has been amazing i think he set a record or something like that for uh i can't remember what the record was but it was something um it was like the most like two or three runs allowed um you know what come back to me i'll i'll, I'll pull up the stat right now Whatever he's the most, been doing, the I most, know he's been really good. Like the most outings ha- in a row with two runs or less. Yeah, you, crazy. Depending on how you angle your argument, uh, you could maybe say that Logan Webb's doing a little better than Kevin Gosman. I would. I don't know if I'd say that, but that, that doesn't sound that outlandish at this point. Either way, though, that's such a good thing for the Giants. You have two guys of that caliber heading your rotation. If you're going to play the Dodgers, that's amazing. I'm oh, quoting yeah. NBC Sports here. All right. Mm-hmm. Webb logged his 14th straight start, allowing two earned runs or fewer, which is the longest stretch by a Giants pitcher since at least 1901. Wow. Ridiculous. Crazy. Mike, once again, the stat guy, used to do it on the football pod, and now we're on the baseball pod. Now I'm bringing thing. it to the, <laughs> to the same exact thing. Exactly. That's what I'm here for. The missing Western elements. Years with some stats. That's actually really cool. I think really a moment cool, to appreciate Lucas's Miami shirt. Thank you. I got you. You know who it is, too? You know who it is. Wayne Wade. Classic. Wayne Wade. Can't go wrong with it. Appreciate it. Oh, I I saw Wade, and I immediately thought of Dean Wade from the Cavs for some reason. Dean Wade? The the OG D Wade? You were the first person to ever That's the real Dean Wade himself. That's the real D Wade. That's the real D Wade. The spot-up shooter. Who the hell is Dwayne Wade? That bum. (laughs) <laughs> maybe the most versatile podcast out there i know it's no, a baseball we, podcast we, we, we talk we, about the most random shit hockey, i remember like a couple hockey, pods ago bro i remember a couple pods ago we talked about like kangaroos and like how <laughs> kangaroos would like beat the shit out of anybody <laughs> i'm pretty no, we sure had, we did we had that argument about speed bumps that was so redundant because <laughs> yeah. thomas was arguing that it's okay to really ram your shit right over a nasty speed bump and See, i said well is, it depends on the speed bump the thing is so you, now you have your like i wouldn't say i'm your boss but i kind of like have to control this shit now I'm finding out you guys talk about kangaroos and speed bumps. And <laughs> That's how I know you're not a true podcasts. fan. That's how I know you're not a true fan. You clearly I got way too much shit going on to control your kangaroo fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> this is a nature podcast now where we talk only sometimes about the Giants and Dodgers. This isn't a baseball podcast. We are like the Discovery Channel. We're in the Amazon and we're looking for a new species of bird. You gotta change the name to Extra Innings and More. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. That's the new species of bird found in the Amazon. 
he comes out and sings Boba and that's the new species of bird <laughs> it's a little bird with a nice little flow who wears like a little earring Robbie Ray lures in his prey with his tight pants. They all want to go in. Robbie Ray's in the tree with like a thick bosom or something. See the koala bear Vlad. The koala. Oh, he's the yeah, he's the apex predator. (laughs) Yeah, but now Vlad's ripped, so it's like a ripped koala bear. (laughs) I know. He's like uh, he's like eating the crocs and stuff. Like he's like going crazy out there. Yeah, he's the alpha of the alpha in the Amazon. And isn't it great that we have a Jays team where we can compare them to all these crazy predators? That's yeah, how we're not comparing them to freaking frogs. No, nah, they're 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 out of the amphibious stage. They're legit reptiles now. Like this team is good. <laughs> they're moving up their way through the animal kingdom. I think one, eighty-two one and sixty-four. I think eighty-two and sixty-four is reaching lion status. I'm not gonna lie. Where I mean, are we right a, now? Eighty-two and sixty-four. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because a couple few weeks ago we were sixty-six and sixty-one. Look down we're and 15 out. and eight. Fifteen for eighteen in the last fucking eighteen. Like, uh, 16 out of our last 19 have been oh, dubs. So even better. There we go. We have the second, we have the fourth best run differential in the entire MLB. Well, Vladdy's leading the league in what? Hitting or average. batting average? Everything. Average, average, average. hit, average. Average. runs. If it's offensive, everything pretty much. And then what? We're, we won the last six series. Let's Something see. Like I don't know if yep. it's six, but one okay. Is last, let's... One is last six series. That was that right. Was Baltimore, Oakland, today. New York. Uh, Baltimore Tampa. again, Tampa. That's five. I don't know what. Oh, and Detroit, Detroit before. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit. Right. Last and one we lost. Imagine was the they other weren't Detroit. playing in Tampa and New York to split the season, or New York and wherever the hell they were. Not Tampa. They were in they Buffalo. Were in Buffalo, Buffalo and Dunedin. Yeah. Mm. I was gonna yeah. make a funny. Crazy. I was gonna make a funny comparison. Trevor Richards, gray-haired dude, is like a chameleon. He camouflages <laughs> with his gray hair. And then once the prey is closed, guy just pounces on it. Man, it's pretty sad. He's 28 years old. He's got a full gray head. Like just the silver fox. That's what I'm Don't disrespect about. the salt and pepper look. I mean the yeah. silver fox out of the pen. <laughs> the he's been good though. Killer. He's been good. He's yeah. I, he's actually been good. Like for I, just, I think I for a seventh inning guy with you know moderate leverage maybe even high leverage in some cases i could trust him for an inning that's not like the ninth or something yeah i think he's proven himself better than dolice or somebody like that right okay well don't bring up dolice again my goodness (laughs) remember when we thought he'd be something what a shame because he was good last year now he he wasn't good he was he was a guy last year but now he's no longer a guy (laughs) no you can't trust tim Mesa right now i feel i don't know i hate shaky a little shaky yes. right now. Not not too confident. Whenever he goes out on the mound, oh, the Mariners. He's, he's seen some. Folded. They did. Oh, yeah. they folded in the tenth. It was three three, and then the Red Sox just... scored six runs. Yep. Come on, Baltimore. We're almost there. Don't, don't trust Baltimore, guys. Come on. Two one against the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees are the most overrated team in baseball. They really Fight are. Me. But Fight me. Awesome. As a casual baseball fan that only watches the Jays, That's I will not tell you right fan. now the Yankees. That their accurate. payroll and their lineage are the most overrated team in baseball. Evan, what are you celebrating? Austin Hayes home run, two run shot. Orioles up three two. Oh, like never I mind. Said, Let's try the worst okay. fucking team in baseball. The worst wow. team. I mean, wow. we did once, Thank but then you, we Chad put up Green. fucking four. Yeah, but then we hammered them. them, so it it was fine. Shit happens. But my goodness. Okay, but you but you say that's a casual baseball take, and you're not even wrong. I mean, like. I want to look offensively. Sure, they've picked it up a bit lately, but 
still not they're not the Bronx Bombers at all. They they have the done New York anything. Yankees. You can pay whatever you if you wanted to go a billion dollars you could do into it. your payroll. The Orioles have 26 million or something stupid <laughs> like that in their payroll. The Yankees have 260 million almost. Yeah. Yep. Actually, they have, they're, hmm? we, were, we were talking about this the uh, at the game two days ago, how, uh, you know what, they have made some good, you know, pieces or traded for some good pieces like Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo, but Gallo's haven't. lately haven't yeah, had like Gallo. Gallo is yeah. just, he's just, they just like, replaced things doing with Gallo. Walking. Yeah. Also, Chapman hasn't hasn't been hasn't Shady. had a Chapman type of year. Their bullpen does not look there. very reliable. It does. Especially Chad, Chad Green. Chad Green's Chad been Green imploding been recently. If this team, situ- if this team yeah. fucking beats us for a playoff spot, I swear to God, like I don't even know what I'll that do. would just be them benefiting from a slightly, slightly, ever so slightly easier schedule. They're not better, and the fact that they just I don't know, like I. Don't, they just hung around. Their pitching was good enough for most of the time, but now their bullpen doesn't even look that deep. We went from us having a crap bullpen for like a big chunk of the middle portion of the season. I, I think our bullpen's more reliable than New York's right now, though. New York is rolling out Chad well, Green. Doesn't have, Romano was absolutely throwing dimes. The I want to talk a little about Ontario. Obviously, Soria was kind of looking a little shaky, and then he struck out, what, like two, three? Right two after. batters, yeah, whatever it was. So the thing I want to say is, I'm a casual baseball fan, but you guys, being a Blue Jays, like, centralized fan base, got me into baseball so much. I come home from work. I'm watching the Jays game. I'm at work. I work at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Everyone comes before the game. They're in their Blue Jays uniforms. Today I was asked um, something about... Like, where's Rogers Center? I'm like, I love baseball now. Like, how did – I hated baseball. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. I liked it last year during the playoff run, but now I will watch every game. That's what happens when the local the team is good. A good team. Good well, teams. Yeah. It's exciting and it's called being on the wagon. No, but when you have a wagon of a team and you win 16 of 19, you have the best hitter in baseball – you have a team where there's three guys that could get MVP votes. Yes, we're interested. Yeah, you weren't gonna come around for that 2018 team, that's for sure. Like, yeah, <laughs> don't we don't need to break that up? We did but not see what I mean. Like, who the hell wanted to watch that team? Who, Nor 2017, or any of those teams? Who wanted to watch it when it was a younger versus Solarte era? <laughs> Legendary guy, legendary. Remember when Freddie Galvis was our best player? Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. That was was sad. That was putting zero asses in the seats. Now, like Alex said, he got into baseball. Why? The team is stupid. Also, shout out, shout out the Blue Jays for only charging like thirty bucks for tickets. I fucking love that. (laughs) So amazing. Yeah, because the rest of the revenue comes in there. Like, I'd rather go to six Blue Jays games than go to one Leafs game. And I'm a hockey. Oh yeah, of course. Easily, yeah. I've already gone to four games, and what we came back on a month and a half ago. I I don't necessarily regret not going to that eight-one game, but I should have went. I was just so dead tired after work. I don't blame you, but you should (laughs) have. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. And then Thomas here started a a war against Kevin Kiermaier, essentially. Oh, Kevin, we were giving shit to Kevin that entire game. (laughs) That first play where uh, Kevin literally like. 
pretty much like you know he like it was like a chopper into fucking middle center field or something like that i just like started saying like platinum glover my ass and then all these drunk fans in the back were starting to go off and be like oh, 34 rbis buddy can uh, i say something in the blue jays game when they have the replay on the tvs the guy's clearly fucking out and these guys be like nah nah blue he's fucking good shut up man he was <laughs> six fucking inches outside <laughs> of the box bro i get i think i gave kevin or kiermaier the best chirp that game though because I was just like, I went to him, or I didn't went to him. I just yelled to him, and I'm like, Ke- Kevin Pillar would never. And he's like, looked back at me. <laughs> I could tell that one literally struck a nerve with him. He knows I damn well he's better than Kevin Pillar. He's like, he knows damn well he's, he's better like, than Pillar. And he did not just... start the night after. No, he uh, did not. He was I was true, there, and I was looking shook. for him. Where was he? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he made that wonderful catch, though. He 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 did make that sick catch. I will oh, give it to him. Yeah, like he was sitting in the dugout the next game, though. He's like, I'm better than Kim Pilar. What was that guy talking He's about? so much better than Pilar. I, I know. I, he knows Thomas that. guy yeah. chirping me the entire game. I don't <laughs> want to go back into center field. Thomas <laughs> is the reason why 74 Blue Jays season ticket owners had to cancel their season tickets. He was <laughs> chirping them. <laughs> Shout I out to Thomas, mention, man, making big moves. I do want to mention, since we were talking about the Yankees before, I was just mm-hmm. – just decide to look at their schedule and I'm not confident at all that the Yankees are actually even going to make the playoffs considering their opponents. So they have this series with Baltimore. Then they have another series with uh, Texas, which are, yeah, which is fine. But then they have a series against Cleveland who is an okay team. They're decent. Could cause some trouble. Mm. Then there's Boston and then there's the Blue Jays. So, I mean, you're going up so against two teams that are but, fighting, uh, up against, fighting for a playoff spot, and you basically need to win both series if you wanna you wanna make the playoffs. And I'm not confident in saying that they're even gonna win one of those series. Playing Baltimore and Texas is a massive blessing, though. It that is, is huge because oh, Texas is so too. bad. They Texas are just terrible. Almost just as bad as Baltimore. They have no hitting. Their pitching is completely shit. Like both, the, I don't know. That's a cakewalk. If New York does it, how many games is it with them? Like combined, all like the games. All of the games are three. So six games left, right, against Baltimore and Texas for uh, New York. Mm-hmm. If they don't go five and one, they're done. But hey, they're losing right now. So you know what I mean? <laughs> Yankee like, gonna Yankee. Yeah, it's like uh, screw them. But like, hey, I don't know. Well, it's, actually, it, no, because. They 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 just like they they're losing tonight to the or- Orioles. Obviously, they won last night. They play the Orioles tomorrow, and that's it. Okay, Resident yeah. Orioles fan for the next day and a half. I don't know. They're gonna hope. They, they just gotta hope that they start hitting away. That's all they can hope for. They finish the season against the Rays, though. That's also gonna be key. Mm-hmm. If they they finish the season against the Rays, and the Jays finish against Baltimore, that's gonna be another key series. After the Jays Yankees. Yeah. So many, but pretty easy schedules, like we mentioned earlier in the pod, for all the AL pen and race teams that are going for that wild card spot. That's what makes it so special that all these teams are going to end up with at least around 89, 90 wins minimum, right? So mm-hmm. crazy. And one of them's going to get cucked out of a playoff spot. And hopefully it's mm-hmm. the Yankees because they're the biggest frauds out there. I would love a Red Sox like Blue Jays wild card game. Oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah, then we can so chirp cool. Dalton and Mauricio after the Blue Jays win. <laughs> I would love no, it. No, the Red Sox are easily the biggest frauds. 
Like they should not be doing as well. The Yankees. When the hell did you get here, Kegs? Uh, just about two seconds ago. I just finished up. Biggest baseball pod ever. He finished up a little, a little something, something. A little snack. Just a little snack, but yeah, no. This Boston team, the Red Sox. I don't know if you've heard of them, but like they're frauds. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Yeah, they should not be doing as well as they did for the first half of the season and shouldn't even be in this wild card race to begin with. So why are we debating about how the Yankees are frauds or whoever's frauds when we all know that it's the goddamn Red Sox? They're both frauds, though. One is just under. I mean, that's fair. But if we're talking about a singular frauds. fraud getting cucked out of a playoff spot, then it's the Red Sox that deserve it more. I, I hope we play the Mariners here. in the playoffs. That'd be so However, funny. however, the Red Sox schedule... I'm just looking at it right now, and it's a pretty – it's like walk in the park, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah, they have the easiest one. It's out of, easy. It's out of the three, yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of mad. Kind of mad right now. What is it? It's two series. Why are we against, summoning Dalton? Two series with, with the Orioles, uh, a series with the Yankees, and then just two games with the Mets. And then the Nationals ended off too, right? Or is nope. that the no? Oh, that's the Yankees. Who plays the Nationals? No. Oh, is they the, do play the Nationals. My bad. My bad. That's yeah. the Nationals. My God. That means yeah. I have to go back to the Yankees and I have to check. They play the Rays also. The Yankees. And <laughs> the Yankees. Oh, they, they get their ass kicked. <laughs> okay, so if they don't survive the next two series, they're done. They're done. They well, no, the next. To... Yeah, no. If they don't, if they don't do anything against uh, Baltimore, Baltimore, Texas, Baltimore, or or Cleveland, Cleveland and Texas. Oh, Cleveland too. That's, that'll they, they they have the one against the Orioles tomorrow, but, but, it's but Cleveland listen, and Texas they have next. Three games with Boston, at Boston. Three games at Toronto, and wow. then they, and then they come home for the Rays. But I'm still. telling you right now, the Jays, those boys, are making the playoffs. The we're all going to a game. Who's buying AOL those tickets? I'm not made of money. Ba- Bomber, hey, if you're buying, the I don't tickets, have the I'm funds. In. I do not have the facilities. I for did that. We just bought a one. You dropped one fucking rack on a tat, and you're telling us you can't buy us Jake. I saved <laughs> up for a year to get this damn tat. You're and like I the look- only one who works here. <laughs> I work. What the fuck? I work like, like the only one, Mike. Your tits. <laughs> I, Go crash Mike your girlfriend's works, car. Like Lucas that's a works. Mike Kalen worked in the summer. You're the you only one, Thomas, summer. that doesn't work. Evan I just turned hours legal. A week. Relax. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Anyways, if the Maybe Jays make the playoffs and we can't go to a game, we will go to a bar or we will have an I mean, hey, the Blue Jays, party. the Blue Jays are hiring. I was talking they to a was at the game on Monday. So if they make the playoffs, they're hiring, and I'm definitely gonna try and get a job. Kalen, I'm joining. I'm hopping on you on that. Here's what we do: Evan will come downtown with us. We'll watch the Jays game at my apartment, and I will not be providing you beer. That is Uh, a fair, 100% accurate point. I do not enjoy PBR at all or Pilsner, and I may or may not be handing out marijuana there. I mean, I, be, I will not. I will not. I only to the people of the age of nineteen and older. No, you, I will card you at the Evan. door and give you a wristband. <laughs> so if you are not nineteen, you won't be getting beer. Yes, that is one hundred percent what is going to happen today. And I'm a year and a half sober. I'm drinking a beer right now from our wonderful so Lindsay nothing. from the football yeah, team from the Village Brewery sober. in Calgary. I, I was I'm I was given a care package right now. I had a couple maybe, shots. A couple maybe hours, three. 
I'm about three years sober, I think. We are a walking straight-edge society. Holy yes, shit. sir. We don't do anything. We don't smoke straight-edge guys here. We're just the funny classic thing is, No one really wants to hear just a straight-up podcast about anything. So when we talk about kangaroos and like the New York Islanders and like on the pole maybe and not giving marijuana to people, yeah, people might be interested, right? Oh, Very supremely. Like we're Spicing definitely not up. giving beer to anyone, but no. like right. marijuana, Super. I don't know. It's legal in Canada. We'll see. Like Kalen just left the the freaking Zoom call because he was too ashamed to be on this call <laughs> when we were talking about marijuana. But yeah. it's 2021. 2021 man. and it's legal and it's legal so fuck you boomers <laughs> yeah, fuck you dad hopefully you're not listening to this hey, this, is what a, this is what a this is what a pen does to us this is what a pen and race does that's what it does all of this is because the blue jays are good at baseball if yep. they were terrible if they were like the marlins we wouldn't be talking about this luckily the- i'm a blue jays fan Oh yeah, you're you're only Canadian when it benefits you, bomber. No, That's how I, it works. the thing is, even if the Marlins were so the Marlins won a playoff series last year, unlike the Jays, but I didn't give a shit because I'm not yeah, a Marlins. The Marlins, because we knew the Marlins. I, I can't stand the Marlins just because the way the organization's been run the entire time I've been alive. Like every person in Florida with either the Rays or Marlins, nobody well, cares. Okay, the Rays fans are terrible because that team can actually baseball. win a World Series and they don't give a shit. I love the Marlins. They're they're pitching. Hey, the Marlins have drip. nobody else. The stadium looks like a spaceship. Um, no one goes to the games. That's why they pay you to go. But hey, any anything else, like shout out the Marlins. Like that's my Eric home. Has money. Mike brought up a Mike brought up a great point though. That pitching is going to be disgusting in a year or two. Shout they just Roger. need to find some bets. Until they trade Sixto them, Sanchez. like they do with every good player that's ever yep. been a Marlin. They have ever. their they, they have their you know their two year window that comes every like seven years that they. And the thing is, they might win the World Series in that two year window. And the, as a wild card team, and then never make the playoffs until two decades later. Yeah, and that's also, the Marlins' way. Shout out to Pablo Lopez, Mister uh, Pitch Pitch zero point one innings and uh, take a loss. Y'all yep. Remember that. <laughs> Pablo with, Lopez. With, uh, when he when he hit uh what's his name Acuna. Oh my god. That was funny. Well, they also have Jesus Lazardo now, who they looks do. terrible this year, but whatever. He's a project. I mean, he's young. Sixto Sanchez. He's shown a lot of flashes. And project my, toes. You know, Alex, if you ever wanted to be a Marlins fan for whatever reason, uh, you got some pitching there. Look, for I was Bats I was a Marlins fan for two years. The year before they moved to the new stadium and the year after when they had a pretty stacked team and they traded Jose Reyes, Emilio Bonifacio. Who and then we became the Marlins and still sucked. <laughs> like Giancarlo Stanton, who used to be Mike Stanton. Like, we had some <laughs> I balls. <remember> that. <laughs> yeah, he changed, this dude changed his name in the middle of his MLB career. Like, what? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Mike he used to be Stanton. Mike Stanton. Remember when then Kabo- they moved to Miami and he's Giancarlo Stanton now. Remember when you remember that? that reminds me. Miggy used to be a Marlins. Yelich too. as well. Cabrera, Do you remember yeah. um, Melvin Upton Jr., a.k.a. BJ Upton? He would change his BJ name like, every Upton. two years. He would like the legend. between using Melvin and BJ. Well, you guys, remember, associated you guys remember Logan yeah. Morrison? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, the funniest thing is the Marlins had two – MVPs on their team. They traded both of them. Christian Yelich and Giancarlo oh, Stanton. And they used to have Jose Reyes too. 
Bomber was also a fan of the Marlins for a day when they had uh, when they put out their new jerseys. That he oh, bought. that jersey's so sexy. They, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it, solid. It, it's solid. so hot. I wore that to my first day of class. That's how hot that jersey is. Fire. No, like you can't go wrong with that. Um, as for okay, I kind of also want to talk about playoff seeding predictions because I don't know how many pods we're gonna run until the postseason starts. It starts October fifth, which is right around the corner. That's gonna be here in a blink. Who do we have as our division winners? Then we'll see how. I think this week this is a good time to make like a final playoff prediction. Alex, oh, you yeah. can be thrown into this too. Cool. Uh, I think AL East is pretty f- straightforward, honestly. Rays, even though I hope the Jays win it, they're eight games back. They're 16 games left. Chances are that's probably not happening. But oh well, is what it is. And then AL Central is pretty straightforward. It's going to be the White Sox. And then, you know, AL West Astros over the past bit have solidified themselves as the best team in that division. What a shitty division, the AL Central, by the way. So oh, bad. If you think so that bad. division's bad, the fucking NL East makes it look like the most competitive division in the friggin' league. Somehow, the Mets, you know, fuck that up, and they're not winning that division. The Braves are Acuna-less Braves. They're going to win that division, too, because that division is just horseshit. And then, you know, the Central... NL Central, that's the Brewers to win. And then NL West, you know, that's... That's a sexy division right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really the, sexy. The Giants and the Dodgers, the two best records in the league right now. One, one of them is going to have to be a wild card team, which is pretty hilarious when you think about that. Mm-hmm. 93 wins but, might be a wild card team. That's fucked. Oh, and 93 wins at this point. It's going to be like both teams are going to be like 100 wins easily. There's going to be a 100 win wild card team, which is just hilarious. The Giants are going to have the Braves with like the Braves are going to have like 82 wins. They're going to win their division. It's so crazy. They're going to win the division with a negative record. That's like the NFC least in the NFL last season. Oh, yeah. 79 team make the. Didn't the Buccaneers have like a under 500, like like a 500 rating? No, they were like. They were like four games above, but they were 500 for a bit. I remember that. Like they didn't even win their division, right? Did no, they? the Saints won. The Saints, Saints won. won. They were a wild card. Anyways, yeah. Um, the the NA, the uh the NL East is terrible. If you're an NL, if you're an N East, anything in any sport, you're shit. <laughs> NFC East, National League East, whatever it is, not good. Atlanta's not a bad team. They just had so many problems with I don't know what, but they just injuries. dealt with a lot of issues. Injuries. injuries, so many injuries. Soroka being out for the took, year hurt them bad. Acuna, oh, that was yeah. big. Acuna being gone, but they figured it out. I mean, their whole infield is just stacked. Alex's face looks like he just saw. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm so distracted. Keep talking. Anyway, Atlanta <laughs> Atlanta looks pretty good now. I mean, they're what? Let's see. At the current standings, they are 76 and 67. Pretty shameful that the team with that record is going to run away with the division. But, hey, it is what it is. I don't know, man. But pretty easy to – a lot of the divisions are locked in at this point. What do you guys? Yeah. Think? I was gonna Anybody say. I think else? a lot of divisions are locked in, and I was just gonna say, like, what we were saying, like how there's gonna be a hundred win wild card team. There is still a like, there is a high chance that, like, in the American League, that the team that misses out on the wild card has a better record than both than two out of the three teams that actually won their divisions. 
because I think there's a decent chance whoever loses out of the Jays, Red Sox, and Yankees might have a better record than the White Sox and Astros because it's pretty close. And then looking at the NL, like the team that misses out there could have a better record than the Braves. Like, Alex can relate to that being a Miami Dolphins fan. Look, the Miami Dolphins <laughs> lead the AFC East, and they're going to go 2-0 next week against the Buffalo Bills when I go to Thomas. Oh, and- yeah, sure, sure, bud, sure. We're not going to get Even if you that. win, you're 1-1, one one, so I don't give a shit. I don't care. We're still beating your ass. But beat, I- you're gonna, I'm telling you right now, you probably will beat us next week, and we're going to beat you the second time in Buffalo when we go to that game. <laughs> we are going to that game, 100%. What time's that game, Alex? If it's a 7 o'clock – oh, wait, it's a Sunday, right? I asked for that day off. Hell yeah. Me, Mike, and Thomas at a Bills game? Oh, Mike would For the record, I picked Buffalo to win there. that game. Mike would wear his Paul Malo jersey, and he'd just get curved alive there. It would make no sense seeing him wear a Steelers jersey to a Bills-Miami game. I'd be jersey. there with my phone watching the zone, watching the Steelers. October 31st is Halloween. We're going to Buffalo, boys. <laughs> We're going to Buffalo. We're tailgating. We're, We're tailgating. going to Buffalo. Time to jump through tables. Somebody's oh gonna God. jump through a table. Has Mike, to- for the I record, I have tables is fun as hell this week. Thank you. I appreciate you. They Quick are- update on the Yankees and Orioles, by the way. Sorry to shit on the parade here. Uh oh, the Yankees are attacking. Two runners in scoring position. Two runners in scoring position. Top of the ninth, only one out. Let's hope Orioles and their magnificent. Tyler Wells, please get a save. Oh, you have a God. career save. He's actually you not been a, bad until he like he's two been career pretty, saves. He's been okay until he like saves. until we pounded him last time. But anyway, two saves, two blown saves. Something changes tonight. <laughs> I swear. Oh, who even knows? Evan, what are your picks for division winners? Probably not that much different. So many things are pretty much locked. No, in everything game. everything's locked in right now. I'd say yeah, everything's locked in. Except so there's no for point. yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, the seeding will be interesting. And, you know, we talked about some of the playoff matchups already. Just like how there, you know, could be, you know, whoever wins that wild card game is going to play the Rays, too. And, you know, a Jays-Rays rematch from last year will be pretty interesting. And this time the Jays will actually be good enough to hang with them? Because last year they just absolutely yeah. weren't. Last can year we just, we just play in the drop? Can, when Danny Jansen like... <laughs> Danny Jansen was our not... best player in the playoffs last year. That's how you oh, know we God. were ass. Yeah, That's- but now, but look, look, look now we have hitters. We our pitching is looking pretty decent. Like I want to say, it's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. I'm being Manoa should have threw a complete game shut shut out that one game we went to. That Montoya. What's your opinion on Charlie? Because like, a lot of people not, have oh. been very hard on Charlie, and Don't I think Thomas I'm hard. Started, I'm one please. of the people. I, I don't get Thomas started. No, Montoya, Montoya. Thomas hates Charlie with his a passion. Montoya, like, say what you want. He could be a nice guy. Like, he sure he's a nice guy. Good for him. I don't care. He's a shit manager. I don't care. I really couldn't care less. The he mismanaged his bullpen so much this year. He's like, sure, he knows how to sub guys in, you know, for pinch fielders. Oh my god, that's insane. The, the amount of times he's mismanaged his bullpen this year, like he should have figured out the recipe long ago, long ago to like what works and what doesn't work. Like he was repeatedly pounding the floor with Dolis and Meza when they were shit. That's, Wait, 
That should tell you something. Did we talk about how the Baltimore Orioles manager was talking shit to Robbie Ray and Montoya didn't do anything? Oh, Gibbons would have oh, got out of there. on that guy just to get ejected because we were losing. That's how bad I was. Mad I was. Screw Brett Gardner. He just he just gave them the lead. You got the worst Brett fucking Gardner team in baseball, dude. Fuck you. Screw Brett Gardner beyond imagine. I. Oh my god. Talking shit him. to Robbie tight pants Ray. You fucking and then he's kidding me. Right, right, right. When that altercation happened, Robbie Ray just struck out the batter instantly. Yeah. I was, okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the clip that I saw. Then. Yeah. I did mm-hmm. see. I did see the Orioles coach cussing him out and everything like that. And uh, you coach the Orioles. Single. You got to be kidding me, man. Boys, <sighs> if we want to further our chances of winning the World Series, though, here's the things we got to do: get rid of Montoya, bring back Gibby. I miss his trots out to the bullpen. You know. Yes, bring back Gibby. And then uh, we also need to get rid of Jansen. And we need to bring back Chris Colabello. And I I know you're wondering why Chris Colabello. No. No. Chris Colabello, bring Russell Martin out of retirement too. And boom. Martin, yes. Martin, yes. So just make sure the team loses to a small ball team in the playoffs, essentially. Bring back Octavio (laughs) Dotel. There's a name from the past. Bring back Henry Blanco. He's like 50 now, but whatever. I miss Gibbons so much. Oh, my God. Let's I do, too. I don't know who he is, but I, I do. miss Gibby. I miss Gibby. Gibby's a legend. Um, Bomber, you would love man. Gibby. Gibbons, when he, right? his, like, post, oh, when yeah. he did his post-game, so, like, sometimes he'd be sitting on his desk like this. With his mustard feet. bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, Gibbons was such a legend. Like, and managers, he does cameos like, now. It's so funny. Oh. You could ask him to like cameos. Say, yeah, he yeah. does. Or it's on memo. Sorry, memo. memo Should we make cameos and make like journalism students buy them? I think that's a that's a good. I gun. feel like we would make we at least sixteen dollars. Like, why would any? We think Gibby is on memo. He's we would have it. one random girl or guy buy that shit. I'm telling you right now. Maybe a prof. Kevin McLean might buy that shit. Kevin K Dog, fucking legend. K Dog. K Dog the legend. I called him K Dog and he didn't care. That's how you know he's okay. Okay, so we had Thomas already say who he thinks is gonna win each division. We completely 15 minutes sidetracked. Um, Lucas, division winners. And I don't even know why I asked that question because me and Evan raised a good point five minutes ago. They're pretty much locked. I don't know. I I was just looking, I I didn't think about how far away everything was. Okay, so the Rays are gonna win the two three divisions that are locked up. Let's look at like the shitty divisions. Okay. The, okay. Let's talk about two divisions that aren't locked up per se. The we East? got the Giants and no. Dodgers. That NL East, yeah. But the Giants and Dodgers. I do think the Giants, and I do think everyone can agree that at this point they're probably going to keep up with it and run away, not run away with the division, but end up finishing first. But there is talks that maybe oh, who knows there is some thought that maybe the Dodgers have a shot of catching up. I don't know, but I don't think. Does anybody here think the Dodgers are going to take first place or no? Nope. No, I think yeah. I'm sad. The, the Orioles just botched a double play. I'm sorry. Let's of go, Baltimore. They did. Um, about the NL East, I do think the Braves are gonna win. I don't think that they're gonna let this up. Really, I think the only team that has a chance of catching up are are the Phillies. Um, that's gonna be reliant on how they ride behind their their Zach Wheeler starts because apparently Joe Girardi likes throwing him as a complete game every single time he pitches. I do not want to see Joe Girardi in the playoffs, by the way. I'd just like to say that. I, no, I don't like he's the gonna guy. Pitch, he's going to pitch anymore. He's going to pitch Nola and Wheeler until their pitch count is up to like 250 and their arm is, is like... Nola in, I swear Nola's grass. injured right now for like the rest of the season. Girardi won't care. 
the second he gets <laughs> like, throw him out there anyways even if he just got like tommy john like it could be like one week after the surgery and joe's gonna be like you feel good to play man <laughs> like, Reckoner no. just like passed out on the field nola is good he is nola's he, really good he's really he, good no, yes he is no but he's okay like he's not injured yeah oh, oh okay well then. he's, he's okay he was... he's he's oh. healthy and kicking okay that's good that's good i mean who else do they have in the... they have kyle gibson pretty i mean he was really good with texas uh but not as good as maybe some of the surface numbers might tell you he's okay a decent three guy to have. I don't know. Not the best rotation. I know they just added Ranger Suarez to that rotation. I don't think he, if they somehow make the playoffs. Ranger Suarez. He's actually been – he was a really good reliever. They moved him up to the rotation recently. He's been doing all right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do I think Philly's going to make the playoffs? No. But they're really the only shot at catching up to it. And it's crazy because It's really – yeah, no. Pretty much everything's locked in. I mean, the, the Brewers are gone. The, the Rays are gone with theirs. The Astros pretty much are too. And the White Sox are – yeah. Then, the wild card races are where it's at right now because you know it's kind of crazy though bryce harper on the phillies you know he's been like arguably the nl mvp this year like i'm pretty sure he leads the nl and f4 and i think he has a better ops than vladdy and tatis right now too which is kind of crazy harper's been absolutely insane but it's just like another case of you know a star star's talent just going to waste because a management can't properly build a team around him Mm-hmm. And we didn't mention this this pod yeah. as well, but Trout out for the rest of the season, by the way, yep. which is just too bad. But Angels yeah, it's confirmed now. Anybody, but yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah. Bryce Harper's been from being called overrated to now being underrated, which is kind of funny when you think about it, honestly. And he is. I, I, I didn't even know. I couldn't even like tell you how good Bryce Harper's been this season. I have not paid attention to the Phillies at all. Monster. Like I just he's forgot like, they exist. He's like the only guy other than Vlad with an OPS over a thousand. Him, Tatis, really? and Vlad. His, his on base numbers have been crazy. I think he. I think he has a better on base percentage than Vlad. Actually, I think so. Yeah, the only guy, other guy I know that has a better on base than both is Juan Soto. Yeah, people Juan. talk about underrated this season. I haven't heard many people talk about Juan Soto. He Juan has he started off the year underrated. so bad, but then he just heated he it up ever since the second half. Fire and guy was just hitting homer after homer and hit mm-hmm. after hit and just going at it. Shout out Juan Soto. His team sucks now, but at least he got his early like nineteen year old. He's he now the, the only good player on their team. Congratulations. <laughs> and he's only he's what our age? Like that's crazy. Yeah, and so. he can be signed to a 10-year deal, 300 million just to be on the team where they suck for the next fucking 10 years. I mean, if Gosh, yeah. Been like this, I had you guys muted for a second. Mike's right. Yeah. What team? What? The oh, we're talking Phillies. Or the Phillies? Right. Sorry, Nationals oh, now. Nationals now. Yeah. yeah. Want Soto and the Nationals. Yeah, they're going to be garbage for a few, for a bit while all the guys they got from their trades develop but do we think okay. do we think they there's got a their world series eventually pardon probably do we think there's going to be a strasburg deal next year probably eh? probably uh, yeah uh, yeah right. at this point yeah do you, okay. i may or may not have an inside source but do you guys think there's going to be a lockout next year yes yep. okay so my inside Sadly. source which is very reputable mm-hmm. believes there will be a lockout yep there will is be. the inside source CAGS? The inside source works in the front office of an MLB team. Oh, okay, that's then. my inside source. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, even if you're... That, that's just further 
proves a lot of people's point, but it's just it, just based on the tension, even from what we saw last year before last year's season started, how much effort it took to even get a season going. It just looked like it reluctantly happened. I, I, I was told there will 100%. Oh, yeah, there will be. 50%, yeah. 50%. We'll say 50%. There will be a lockout. Here's the thing, though. Well, how long it, I think at this point, the question starts to deviate rather than what is there going to be a lockout? I think how at this long point, we should it's going to be. Yes. I think my take on that is I don't know if it's going to be whole season. I think with the way baseball has gone this whole season, I think the two sides know that something needs to be played because it's doing quite well right now. Right. Like, yeah, that's the last to, thing. Based it's not worth fucking right up because if the, if, if all these disputes are over finances, what's the worst thing to happen than not having a season right now? Well, look, Baseball is very, baseball is always popular, but the thing is right now people want baseball because we haven't had in-person sporting events and there's no NFL just started, but for a time there was no NBA NFL or NHL. So it was just baseball and we could see in Toronto alone, how hype we were when baseball came back. Now, Imagine we go a whole season without baseball. Baseball is once again kind of falling out. Because if you look at ratings from 1980 to 2010, we went from about 30 million annual viewers of a World Series to 10. That's a 20 million person decrease in viewership. While the NHL went from 600,000 to almost 8 million, the NHL will jump the MLB if the MLB doesn't step their game up. And that's the sad truth for baseball fans. Well, a lot of it, a lot of people do stream sports now too, but you are right. Like there is, there is a little bit less viewership, but it has picked up recently over the past few years. I know that for sure. Like ever since I think 2016 or 17 or something like that. But yeah, like right. A lockdown would not do the sport justice, especially since it's probably at the peak of its popularity that, Probably like most popular it's been since like the Yankees were a dynasty with Jeter, honestly. It's been a decade since baseball's been this popular. Because of Vladdy's daddy. Big reeling. Yeah. Well, we're looking at a Toronto aspect. But and in from a, a Toronto aspect. Nation, in, a, in, oh a, in a national aspect, pandemic might have helped baseball a bit. A little bit. Because people really want to watch baseball right now. Mm-hmm. pandemic isn't helping the red Sox, though well we don't care about the red Sox on this podcast unfortunately <laughs> yeah, who is Dalton? Mauricio, Sorry, Dalton. we don't care we don't care about that from toronto we really don't give two shits we've had enough boston we we in, in any sport boston has done enough the last two decades i couldn't care enough about what boston does for the next two decades following honestly yeah, no, they had that triple sombrero where the Bruins, the Red Sox, and the Pats oh, all God. won a championship in the same year. And Ooh, they... we don't even have an NFL team, so fuck off. <laughs> well said, Honestly, Bomber. You know just what just before we wrap this up, sorry. Oh. Uh, I was going to say, Bomber was saying about like the MLB hasn't been like popular for a decade or something like that. Honestly, things have been downhill ever since the Jays went to their like black unis. It's been downhill ever since that era. Are the Jays was, responsible oh for the downfall of the N- the MLB? Find <laughs> out next jerseys? on First Take. Oh, first Take will make a segment on we'll why the series. MLB is down, and they will take Evan's comment and run with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you guys before we hop off this podcast is, 
as a as a rookie baseball fan as a bandwagon you mean not as a bandwagon as, as a, a fan, bandwagon as a fan as a bandwagon who knows his shit thank you lucas as what a fantasy is, player <laughs> what is as a, as a fan as a as a, an elite fantasy baseball player uh what is with coaches and saying the word horse shit <laughs> i've noticed that so much horse it's, shit is just like Oh yeah, Boone is like famous for that. All I see is horse shit, horse shit, horse shit, and I'm Boone, just like, Boone will like scream that like twenty times a game. Like, what's take a shot. Horse shit, man. What's 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 going on? I don't know. I think it's horse shit though. That's a Gibby. That's a Gibby thing, hundred percent as yeah. well. One hundred percent. That was a Gibby thing. Mm-hmm. Gibby started it all. We the I miss older, Gibby. The older you are on I the on Gibby. the roster, the more inclined you are to say it. I guess. Who knows? We should, we should, the only one who definitely doesn't say it is Charlie Montoyo. That's for sure. Oh, I don't even know if he can speak English. Not going to lie. He definitely speaks English. (laughs) (laughs) We just have a guy that can't speak the primary (laughs) language of the team. Can you imagine? (laughs) My God. Fucking Charlie. I I want him out of there though. Like he definitely should wrap the pot. I don't think he's been ejected this year. Like I wish like he'd probably win the lady bing of you know like managers just for not being ejected. <laughs> not gonna lie. We know how Steve much Walker you hate Charlie you. Thomas. I hate him. I, I miss you, Gibbons. If if Gibby, if you're ever listening to this, we need you back more than ever. I know you it doesn't seem like it. For a cameo from him. Eighty dollars. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a cameo and I'm gonna be like, Can you please come back to the Jays, Gibby? I miss you in your dugout trots. Him and Vladdy in a you, picture. We need it. He's gonna send you a video with with uh with just a stack of money from all the cameos he's done. And he's gonna be like, ah, Thanks for the money. No, Evan, if if you were the manager of the Jays and the Orioles manager was talking shit to Robbie Ray, what would you do in that situation? Evan, you wouldn't do anything. I would laugh. They're they're, okay. they're they, they aren't an MLB team. Bro, if he's AAA. dissing the tight pants god, I'm going over and I'm spin kicking him right in his fucking throat. Which one of the okay, if you could pick five, four of us right now, okay, five. We'll include Kalen. How many of us would fight that dude? Honestly, Evan. Honestly. Oh, I think like especially if the, if he's attacking Robbie Ray, like all of you, like you can't be disrespecting the the tight pants. Right? I feel like, like Lucas is low key. Like I feel like Lucas could low key beat the shit out of anybody in a fight. Lucas, not lie. honestly, Lucas could probably throw one punch and knock some dude out. It's that like Scarborough energy he grew up with. <laughs> We'll see one day, maybe if somebody tests my buttons a little bit. We're gonna but... go to a Jays game against the Red Sox in the playoffs, and Luke is gonna swing on one dude and knock him out. <laughs> but here's the key: you don't use your hand; you use your elbows. Elbows is that the way that they taught you in the You gotta motherland? kick. You gotta go for their legs because they're all going for headshots. You kick for the groin one time. Mm-hmm. You knock. No, you out. kick them in the shins. That's what you go with. Shin kick. It'll send like shockwaves to their whole body. They're done. They're no, done. Oh, that was a high kick. No, okay, yeah. so are we done with this episode? <laughs> we should be. I think so. so. Since I mean, Kalen's gone, let me just wrap way this longer. up. Thank you so much for having me on my second ever appearance of the Intermission of Baseball course. Podcast. Extra innings, once again, powered by the Intermission Sports. Evan, Thomas, Michael, Lucas, temporarily Kalen, and of course myself, Papa Intermission, a.k.a. Alex, who was on for 10 minutes. 
Thank you guys for joining and listening to this interesting episode about the New York Islanders, Robbie Ray's tight pants, and who Lucas would beat the shit out of at a Blue Jays playoff game. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week on the Extra Innings Podcast presented by the Intermission Intermission Sports. Sports. Definitely not Pop Intermission Sports. Presented by the Intermission Sports. We'll see you guys next week. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's... Hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit.